The best way to predict the future is to invent it. Stephen Ambrose brings you up to speed on what the future holds as he explores the latest technology as it impacts our lives. Well, welcome to Tech Talk right here on High FM. And uh, it's a crazy week. This is Black Friday, according to all the reports. The biggest shopping week pretty much anywhere. It started all in the U.S., spread throughout the world, and now we got it. And it runs through to what they call Cyber Monday, which is the sort of technology deal day on Monday. But in most countries, certainly in South Africa, certainly around the world, it's become the start of the holiday selling season. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but I suppose online changes things a lot. And starting now towards the end of November, all the way through to Christmas, mostly is the biggest selling and buying and spending period in consumer everything, not just technology, but absolutely everything with deals and, and promotions and ways to get stuff sold and on the market as quickly as you can. And it's been a tough year for a lot of people for a lot of reasons. Businesses have been struggling under the restrictions, notably anything in the entertainment and sort of hosting and hoteling area. But for all of us, it's been a rather crazy time. Spent time at home, spent time not at the office doing things that we should be doing, and just been generally crazy. So expect a bombardment of black everything, black Fridays, black whatever, over the next shopping period. And in truth, a lot of really good deals are available across the market. The simple truth is don't buy something that you don't want. But on that note, I've got a great interview today during Tech Talk Cafe the direct, with the director of One Day Only, that is Lorian Fenter, and she just explains you know, how these things evolve, and if you haven't heard of One Day Only, it's a website where they have specials for One Day Only, and they try to offer things that are either not easy to get or things that are you know, really in need by people and uh, at special prices. So tune into that. It, should be, it, it is very interesting to hear their thinking and where they're going. But I think back to the whole Black Friday madness, only buy what you need, replace what you want. But that being said, there are deals across TVs, across washing machines, across clothing, you name it, absolutely everything that make it very hard to say no. So stay on your toes, stay online, check everything out. We discussed it last week. I'm not going to go too much into that now. But talking of TVs, our friends at LG are doing quite a lot of work with Apple. Now, Apple were a walled garden. If you had an Apple device, you could you could access Apple services. Very few Apple services were available across all platforms and all nature of technology. The, the first and for a while the only was Apple Music. It was available on Android, was available on iOS, was available one or two other places on, on your computer, mainly because music is so ubiquitous and people wanted to have it across a whole host of different devices. Well, TV has become the new frontier, and with the launch of Apple TV, which, interestingly enough, has been growing in leaps and bounds over the last couple of months, the new content that's coming out there is pretty impressive. It's still at a low price of $4.99 a month. They haven't released South African pricing as far as I know, but it is now available directly on a number of TVs, including LG's latest uh, offerings. And, in fact, they are offering a, a free 
promotion period, you can get Apple TV Plus for three months free on all 4K and 8K smart TVs from 2016 onwards. So if you've got an Apple TV, all you have to do is Apple TV. If you want to watch Apple TV on your LG TV, all these TV names can get you a little confused. If you want to watch it, you need to go to the LG TV store, the App Store, or their store where they sit, where where apps are available. Download the Apple TV Plus app and install it, and you will be able to off, you will be able to get um, three months free of of this of the Apple TV subscription. This promotion will run until February next year, so you've got lots of time to try it. It's a good time over the the holidays when everyone's sitting at home. Hopefully, well, we're all sitting at home, but sitting more at home with less to do and a bit of streaming to catch up on. And there, as I said, there are some amazing and very interesting and some very off-the-wall but very high-quality, in my estimation, shows that are well worth watching. So if you have an Apple TV, it has three months of free free Apple um, movies and free Apple shows that you can get. And on the same note, and it's also a really interesting move, and it just shows how mainstream streaming has become, Amazon Prime now offers RAND pricing, and currently, especially with the RAND where it's gone in the last little week while, it's $79.95 a month for their full Amazon Prime offering, which includes a certain amount of music, not the full offering, but some of it, and all their streaming and all the latest of their streaming product for $79.99, which is really not bad at all, and it's definitely cheaper than then you paying the dollar pricing, which is now just over a hundred rand, depending on the current exchange rate. And it's better that we now locked into a rand price because the rand's a little bit volatile, unfortunately. So check it out. Go to Amazon.com, sign up for the Amazon Prime, but not the Prime, the full Prime delivery system, but only the Prime movies setup. And that'll give you a lot better pricing across a whole host of, of products and offerings. And there's just no question that streaming has become hugely mainstream. And a question I get asked a lot, you know, if I've got DSTV, do I need all of these things? Well, my sort sort of perfect trifecta of streaming services is obviously uh, if you have DSTV, you get all the sport, you get a whole host of, of, of content that is streamable, even though I think the DSTV now app is just one of those problems that you have to deal with if you want to watch it. Uh, but if you have a satellite, it's not quite as bad. The app is not great, I must admit. But if you add to that a Netflix subscription and an Amazon Prime subscription for 200, 220 Rand more than your basic DSTV subscription, you're getting an unbelievable amount of, of content that is almost impossible to beat. With Due nod to DSTV, they definitely aggregate some of the best international content from across the world. They've also got a host of local content, which obviously no one else does. So they're not cheap anymore. It's a better part of a thousand rand for a full DSTV subscription. But you add to that 200, 220 rands worth of, of Amazon and Netflix. And I think you're going to have a bit of a problem on what to watch. There'll be too many hours in the day because obviously there's just so much you can watch at any point in time. But streaming is definitely a big thing. It's definitely growing in leaps and bounds. 
There is talk that Disney Plus is coming to South Africa sometime in the new year, 2022, hopefully before the middle, but we'll see. There's a lot of talk. And a lot of other streaming services should be available without any shenanigans in South Africa in 2022. So the streaming, smart TV, streaming music, all these type of things has just become the only way to consume any form of, of content. And it's generally pretty efficient. And when you look at it this way, a night out at the movies right now for a family of four can cost the better part of a thousand rand when you're finished with all the popcorn and the tickets and the 3D glasses and potentially dinner be before and end and then it's before or after can actually add up to a huge amount of money. So for that price of an evening out with a family with dinner and a movie, you can have a month's worth of tons of entertainment content at your beck and call on your TV. So check this out. I know that the Samsung smart TVs as well as the Hisense and all the other smart TVs have some of these capabilities, but not all of them have the Apple capabilities. And some of the Apple stuff is really, really pretty good quality. So it's, it's well worth trying that out. Now, we'll be back straight after this with Tech Talk Cafe and our little chat with Laurie and Fenta. And check this out. She's got some hints and tips for what's coming over the weekend for Black Friday on one day only. This is Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose on 101.9 High FM. Welcome to Tech Talk Cafe right here on High FM. As usual, we've got interesting people on the line. And with me today is Lorian Fenter from a small, actually not so small anymore, website called One Day Only. Many of you may have used it, seen it, got the spam mail. Oh, no, it's not spam mail. The informative emails from One Day Only. So welcome to the show, Lorian. Wonderful. It's great to be with you. Tell us a little bit about Wonder Only. I mean, it's been going quite a number of years now. It's sort of tracked the evolution of the growth of online, and it's changed a lot. So give us a little insight of where you started and where you are right now. Um, yes, Wonder Only actually started 11 years ago, which um, in terms of e-commerce businesses in South Africa is a, is a bit of a dinosaur. But um, the business started 11 years ago. Um, it was a very simple concept. Initially, it was one deal um, that would go up just for a day. Um, it would be clearing um, excess stock or finding amazing products that um, you couldn't find in other places and just popping it online and um, and moving the deal. Um, and very often, sort of halfway through the day or within a couple of hours, um, the deal would be sold out and then and then that would be it. Um, and so from about nine years ago, we um, changed the entire website design, we changed the newsletter design, we did a lot of um, work on everything to say, what if we looked at running more than one deal on a day? And um, so we did that. And, uh, and it was a great success. So we started running um, probably 10 to 15 deals back then. Now we're doing between 250 and 300 new deals every single day. Um, so it's a bit of a crazy business. Every day at midnight, the site wipes completely clean and um, a whole nother list of 300 or 250 deals pops up again. So, so that's really been something very exciting that's happened. And I think really the business has just become a very mature business. We work with a lot of big brands, exciting brands. We try to make sure that we've got wonderful products for our customers every single day. Um, and really our, our aim is to make everybody feel like a big deal every day. You know, they get a deal, they find a great, yeah, they find something and they know like, yeah, I got a, I got a score today. Um, and that's really, uh, what our, what our aim is. Um, and we're working with really great suppliers, very trustworthy suppliers, people who 
and um, we worked with for many, many years, and uh, we try to make sure that we've got something new and exciting and fresh every day for our customers. In a way, I mean, this is an interesting comparison. It's a little bit like online gaming. Everyone, everyone's a winner at some level. Definitely, and and that really is such a big part of of who the brand is. We want to surprise and delight every day. Um, so yeah, you want to score. You want to be like, yes, I managed to to score that air fryer today, or uh, those incredible Bose headphones that uh, are, are noise cancelling, or whatever it is. You you wanting people to feel like they've they've absolutely won. And the thing is, they really are genuine deals, good deals, amazing products um, that we just managed to negotiate great prices on just for a day, so that we can. Um, get it out into the market and, and give brands exposure and um, give customers a great opportunity to, to shop and, and buy these great products at great prices. So the evolution of this style of shopping, I mean, online has become mainstream. There's no question, especially over the last two years where people have sort of not moved around a lot for lots of good reasons. Online has become a huge part of everybody's sort of repertoire of shopping, especially for the non-perishable goods. But you are doing a lot of that sort of, I mean, you're not selling uh, tomatoes, etc. But you are doing a lot of household goods. You're doing a really large range of products. Isn't this quite a complicated logistic thing to deal with? Look, everything changed last year um, for everybody. Uh, you know, COVID hit in March and um, we had to look at what we were selling, what we were doing, and we had to pivot the business Massively, you know, suddenly we could only sell essential items. We could sell a long sleeve shirt, but not a short sleeve t-shirt, etc. So that, that was quite a pivot. But one of the things that we realized is that people want to stay safe and stay at home. And we need to make sure that we are, um, supplying the kinds of products that they're looking for. So we were already selling some essential, um, household items like omopods and domestas, etc. And that we really managed to ramp up and scale up massively um, to just provide people with what they're looking for. I, I didn't think I would be selling toilet paper and Kubek beans on our site. But, um, you know, those things are the things that people were wanting and needing. And so we managed to source them and, and provide them. And they, they really have become quite a, a staple throughout the business. So generally what people are doing these days is they're finding an awesome pair of uh, appliance or something, an iPhone or something exciting that they're looking for. And then they're looking and thinking, oh, well, I might as well just throw some um, Omopods or some Tabard or some Sunblock, etc., in with that. That's quite an interesting philosophy because you started off, as you said, as a form of here's a great deal on a product that you may not have considered, but it's such a good deal, you're going to win if you buy it now, to let's buy that deal along with the household necessities and it all gets shipped pretty much in one batch to you. But are you applying your philosophy across those products as well, or are you seeing a more of a, a base parcel or a base basket of products that you guys sell? It really, um, you know, I think that's the great thing about customers is they get to choose. You know, so so some people are just coming coming specifically to our site because they're looking for those essential products, and some people are coming specific to our site because they're wanting tech products or clothing, and then they're seeing other things along the way that attract their attention. And that works right the way through. Um, you know, we have so many people who say, the first thing I do in the morning is I wake up and I just go onto your site and I scroll through because it's exciting. You never know what you're going to get with one day only. And, and so I think that's part of the whole the whole thing. But then we've also got our essentials tab now, our daily essentials tab. So there people can say, okay, well, I do know what I can get there. So it really is up to the customer of what they want and how they want to shop and what they're looking for. And just a little insight into 
maybe not your business model, but I mean, it must be quite difficult for you guys to keep finding deals and potential products that, 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 that would attract the customers and get them to actually click that pay now, not buy now, but the pay now button. So what are the insights around that? How, how do you guys get to find these products? Number one. And number two, I think this gets to where your new website updates. What, what do you find causes people to actually put it in the basket and then pay? Not just leave it there or come back later. I understand the whole philosophy that by the end of the day, it's done, but still it, it's the conversion from browsing to actual pain is quite an interesting game. It is a very interesting one. So let me, let me go into your first question, which is about finding the products. Um, we've got a really big team of very dynamic uh, people who are constantly hunting for new products and new brands and new products uh, um, items. And so the first thing we do is we say to the guys, what do you love? What do you want to buy yourself? What are you interested in? Because that's really um, often the case. Uh, if if you're really into something um, like gaming, you're going to find products that we might not have thought were interesting before because I'm interested in homeware products. So that's the first thing is finding things that everyone's looking for. Um, and then we really ask um, our customers, what do they want? So what we did recently is we sent out um, a survey to 50,000 of our top customers um, to say to them, what are you looking for this Black Friday? I mean, it's quite a cheeky move in a way um, on, on one hand. And on the other hand, it's really just saying, well, we always say that our customer is the center of our business. So how do we find out what they are looking for this Black Friday? And we kept the, the, the questions very simple. Um, what products are you looking to buy? You know, in terms of categories, are you looking for tech? Are you looking for fashion? Are you looking for um, homeware, etc.? And we ask them what brands they're looking for so we can make sure that we speak to those brands and say our customers are particularly looking for your brand. Um, we ask them what, um, how much they were thinking of spending on Black Friday. You know, again, just something just to, to make sure that we are, are in the, in the right sort of sphere. Um, and so we got, we got 10,000 responses just over a weekend, uh, which yeah, yeah. So I mean, our customers are very engaged, and they want to be part of the of the process, which is really, really exciting. Were there any surprises in that? Was there anything there that you didn't actually think of? No, I don't think there was anything there that we didn't think of, but it was certainly very, very helpful for us to know. Okay, right. So the biggest category that people are looking for right now is tech product, and that's something we know. It's something we see. We can see that in our sales. We monitor our data very, very carefully, very closely on a minute by minute basis. Um, but it does mean that we can ensure, for example, on tech products, that we um, have got those products, we put them right at the top of the newsletter so that people can easily see them, etc. And then the other thing that we can use in terms of technology is that we've got an email service provider that can personalize the kind of information that goes to people. So, for example, if somebody was, was particularly interested in tech products and they highlighted it in the survey, we can make sure that we send them a newsletter where all the tech products are highlighted at the top so that we're not giving them baby products when actually what they're really looking for is a set of headphones. Um, and same goes for clothing, same goes for appliances, etc. So that's really a way that we can utilize um, technology out, out there and use this, this survey. I think the other thing that we figured out is that 
55% of respondents plan on shopping in the travel category. Um, so this week we've had amazing getaways, spa treatments, experiences, etc. Um, that we've offered to our customers to make sure that we are really um, providing them with what they're looking for. Obviously, that is a little bit of a seasonal trend, but the technology and high-tech gear, obviously my area, but um, is that always been a very, very strong part of your mix? Definitely. Um, it just, uh, I think people like to shop for tech products online. Uh, the tech buyer is very, very specific. Um, you know, they're looking for exactly what they're looking for. They know what they're looking for. They do a lot of research on it. They do a lot of planning for it. Um, and that's really helpful for us and helpful for them because, um, you know, when you go into a store and you're looking, for example, for a new TV, um, the salesman, A, often doesn't know everything about that particular product, and B, they often are getting um, they're getting specific kickbacks on certain brands, etc. So if you're wanting to get a really honest answer um, on the specs, you know, it's really great to look online. Okay, cool. Well, this is the TV. This is the specs on it. These are this is exactly what I'm getting. And you don't need to worry that somebody's doing a hard sell on you. And I think tech buyers particularly like that. They want to know the facts. They're very, very knowledgeable on what products are, what they're looking for. And, and so that's really helpful. So if the deal's good, it's a simple transaction. Simple transaction, yeah. So, I mean, we've seen we've seen already this week our tech products unbelievably well, our apparel unbelievably well, and home appliances unbelievably well. Um, the biggest searched item this year is the air fryer. The last question, and I think this is something that I've been asked a lot, and I'm sure you have as well. How can our listeners be sure that the deals they see on your site are genuinely good deals? Because there's a lot of talk around the whole Black Friday that some people mark up and then mark down. Do you do a lot of work to make sure that when you put a price up on your site, that that is indeed a deal that is worth having? Absolutely. Um, our team are really, that is that is their key focus. It's their core focus that they are constantly looking at. What is the normal retail on this item? What is it selling for in the rest of the markets? Um, and we take screenshots the day before to make sure that we you know, can justify it when we get approached by our journalists or when people want to talk to us about it to say, this really was the price that was up, etc. I think the challenge often is is that um, people will sell it for to us for a day and then they still go stock, for example, left. Um, and a week later, they might decide to put it on their own site or on another site and, and, and they have got stock left over that they're really trying to move. Um, and it's very, very difficult for us to, to control what other people do. You know, there's certain marketplaces as well where um, actual suppliers can can vary their prices on a day. They can push the price up, they can push it down, they can decide on what you know whatever price they want to set. So on the day before we run the deal and even on the day, we are monitoring that all the time. If um, we suddenly see that, that something has happened with that pricing on the day, we'll mark the deal as sold out. So we try to to um, do it as to the... You recently did a couple of updates on your website, things, some changes. What drove that and why... And, and what was the impact of these changes? I mean, I've noticed there seem to be bigger blocks and, and quite a few little cosmetic changes to the website. Yeah, user experience really is um, the key to uh, success. I think there was something like a, a $3 billion button on, on Amazon. They once changed a button from one thing to another, and it made that much difference to them. Uh, I wish we had that, uh, that uh, success. Well, maybe it's not a good problem to have, but... Imagine surviving that one. But the, the, the reality is that customers um, are, are quick and they're wanting things to be as fast and as seamless as possible. So you want to be able to click on a deal, say, I want to buy it, 
pay for it, et cetera, and you want to click through in a, in a, in a matter of seconds and very, very easy um, user experience. So that's something that's really, really important to us. We're constantly monitoring that, doing focus groups, working on our user experience to make sure that that process and that flow is as quick and easy to understand as possible. The other thing is that we released our app last year, and that's really had fantastic success. We've already got, uh, we've got 30% of people on desktop, 30% of, or 33% of the people are on their mobile phones, and 33% of people are on, on their app. Um, and that app number is going up and up and up um, because people like to have it on their phone and then they can look at it at their convenience during the day. They don't necessarily want to do it just in the morning. They might be sitting in a doctor's room or have a, some, a, a moment later on in the day and they, they go onto their app. Um, and I think just in terms of user experience, the other thing is to make sure we've got all the payment terms uh, and the payment options as well. Make sure that you've got safe and secure payment options, and I think this also goes back to that trust question you were talking about earlier, is that people need to know that they can trust one day only with their credit card details. And so we've, we've partnered with various people like Peach Payments, who then make sure that these things are completely secure and, and that there's no risk to the customer. That's fantastic. So, simple question. You've got an app, which is obviously available on the App Store and on the, the Google Play Store, App Store from iOS, of course. You can go online at wonderonly.co.za, and that's about as easy as it gets. Yes, and I mean, today, if you carry on shopping, we've still got our spin and win working. So if you shop today, um, you get a chance to spin at the end of it. There are amazing prizes. There's like 5,000 Rand voucher to spend over the Black Friday weekend. There's weekends away, PlayStation 5, Smeg toasters. There's all sorts of great things today. And then from tomorrow, if you shop any time between Black Friday and Cyber Monday, so from tomorrow till Monday, one shopper is literally going to win 100k cash, 100,000 rand for one person. That's quite a pleasant little incentive to go buy your your Omo and uh, maybe win 100,000 rand. So well, that's great. And you, you really anticipate this is going to be a busy e-commerce weekend for you guys. Totally. I mean, the week has been manic. It's really been crazy. Um, we've been working on a lot of tweaks just in terms of making sure that our site holds. We are very confident. We moved our entire um, uh a website to the cloud recently, so we've done everything possible to make sure that um, our site will hold tomorrow um, and to make sure that we have an amazing day tomorrow. But it's been a crazy week, a crazy month, and we're excited for this weekend. Brilliant. And there are special deals that will only come out tomorrow, a whole host um, of them. Yeah, I've been having a look through now. I can't give you any specific. Ah, come on. No, I don't know, but I can tell you I've just been through it right now, and it's really looking exciting. Well, brilliant. Well, thanks for joining us, and uh, I look forward to seeing your website tomorrow morning. I may or may not buy, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. This is Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose on 101.9 High FM. Well, welcome back. And as we said, very much a shopping uh, week, weekend, crazy time. So if you've got some spare cash and you really, really want something, Go check out the various websites. But as always, no matter what a website promises you, you're online, you're on their app, you're on their, their whatever, they're on your mobile, just Google search or Bing search. don't know who uses Bing anymore, though. Funny enough, I've been using it lately. But anyway, that's a story for another episode. But Google search that product. Click on the shopping tab in Google and have a look what is on offer across a whole host of different people. You may be surprised. However, as we discussed last week, please do not grab the first or the best deal that's out there. Sometimes 
If a deal's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. And you are going to get yourself burnt, either your credit card compromised, either get the wrong product, get a substandard product. So be very, very, very aware. If you stick to the big, major take-a-lots and one-day-onlys and the, the people who've been around 11 years, wow, that's quite a long time in the Internet space. But if you stick with those guys, you'll generally be fine. And as well, the big retailers have upped their game enormously on the, the Black Friday, you know, technologically to take care of the massive increase in insurer activity that's going to hit over the next couple of days. But be aware that, um, unfortunately, scams abound, and you don't want to fall foul of that, especially if you're parting with your hard-earned cash. Now, moving on to Gadget of the Week, a very, very interesting gadget I've been playing with now for the last, I would say, 10 days, and that is the new MacBook Pro M1 from Apple. They completely revamped the MacBook Pro for 2021. And according to a couple of my pro friends, this was a long, long overdue update. The previous MacBook Pro was incredibly powerful, no question, had tons and tons of amazing features, and was certainly the sleekest Apple product that uh, existed on the market for a long time. Obviously, the MacBook Air came before that, super slim, super light, had a lower quality screen, wasn't wasn't good enough for professionals and people who do any sort of graphic work, which is where movie or video work, which was where always Apple has been incredibly strong. But the MacBook Pro had two problems. One, it had a keyboard in order to be super slim and super light. That was based on a completely new premise, and it failed. It caused all manner of havoc. They did update it and fix it to some extent, and eventually... In the latest generation, MacBook Pros changed it altogether. Um, it also had a lack of ports. It had only USB-C ports, and they got rid of that marvelous invention called the MagSafe uh, power cord, which to me was probably the smartest thing ever. If you never kicked your laptop off a table because you've got yourself caught in the cable, then you probably haven't owned a laptop for, for long enough. Most times they survive. Other times they fall on a towel floor. And oops, doesn't do good news for screens and, and keyboards and whatnot. Laptops are not that strong. So the MagSafe um, connector was an absolute win. It simply clipped on and clipped off. You could kick the cable off, and it was never a problem. It just popped off. Well, the new MacBook Pro 14-inch and 16-inch both come with a next-generation MagSafe Pro. It doesn't look very different to the old ones. However, it is not the same as the older ones, so... It doesn't work with older charging cables, but big, big, big improvement. Overall, just to, to just summarize before we get into some of the detail, overall, the new MacBook Pro, using the latest versions of the M1 Pro and M1, I'm just trying to remember the name, the M1 Pro and the M1 Max chips, are without question the most powerful laptops that I've ever played with or used on the market. And that includes some really top-end gaming and um, workstation Intel-based Windows machines, there's just no question that the new M1 chips from from Apple are pr- pretty much the best uh, mobile processors that have hit the market for a long time. Second of all, the laptops themselves are not nearly as slim as their predecessors. They're much chunkier. 
a little bit more solid. They look amazing in the traditional uh, Apple form. You can see that this is a top-notch Apple quality product. But there are a number. I mean, the, the entire laptop has been completely revamped. There are a ton of new features, and I'll just run through a couple. Um, and the first and most noticeable is the new screen. The new screen is they give it a very interesting title. But essentially, it's what they call a liquid retina XDR display featuring mini-LED technology. Translated, super sharp, incredibly bright, with a very, very low power consumption. And who really doesn't want to, to have that? But in actual practical use, this is without question one of the finest screens I've seen on a laptop across any screen, anywhere. It's incredibly sharp. The colors are absolutely spot on for video or Photoshop or any form of photo manipulation or professional work in that space. It is as accurate as you possibly can get. It's as good as some of the best professional monitors that I've seen. It also runs pretty much edge to edge and introduces the ubiquitous notch to a laptop. So right at the top of the screen, there's a little notch where there are cameras and sensors, which is pretty pretty amazing. You can hide them. Um, uh, there is a way that you can simply put a black bar up there so you don't see it. But I've not found it to be a problem at all. Um, it sits just underneath the central camera, and it really doesn't bother me, even in the slightest. But for editing 8K footage, for any form of massive amounts of media work, this the new MacBook Pro, the 14-inch, but I've been playing with just powers in effortlessly through anything that I was able to throw at it. It's not a gaming machine. It runs only iOS, the latest version. There's still a little bit of a challenge, like Office, Microsoft Office still runs under Rosetta 2. In other words, it runs in compatibility mode. Not that you'd notice. It's incredibly quick and snappy. Browsing is just ridiculously fast. If you've got a fast internet connection, it's just unbelievably quick. And the mini-LED screen also offers a million-to-one contrast ratio, which is pretty close to OLED without the lack of brightness that, unfortunately, OLED has. It's also what they call a promotion screen. So, in other words, it offers an adaptive refresh rate up to 120 hertz. So, it's battery smooth, very, very smooth in scrolling. When movies play, there's just absolutely no jaggedness, no lag. It's pretty impressive. What it doesn't have is a touchscreen. Apple don't do that on their, their laptops, and their, their mouse pad is definitely the best in the business still. There's just nothing that I've used on, on, on a non-Apple device that even comes close to the, the, the ease, the accuracy, and the speed, and the sheer feel of those mouse pads. So that has remained still one of the biggest on the, on the market, and it's very, 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 very good. The processor is where it really comes alive, without question, the most powerful processor. In fact, it's almost too powerful for most people. If you simply want to do browsing, some general office work, the MacBook Air M1 is more than good enough. The other massive improvement is battery life. Using the 14-inch, up to 17 hours of battery life. And what's impressive is whether the unit's on power or not on power, often laptops on power run hotter, run faster. When you take them and put them on battery, in order to save battery life, they slow down a little. Not so with the MacBook Pro. It doesn't slow down at all. There's hardly any difference in performance between battery and powered mode. 
and you still get 17 hours of use out of this 14-inch and over 21 hours on the 16-inch. So it is just a huge improvement in power versus performance. And for professionals on the road, for people running around, I go two days without uh, charging uh, at all, using it all day long, plugged into a monitor, doing what it needs to do, no power, and the battery just keeps going. So it is probably overkill for the average user. It really doesn't add huge amount of value to to browsing office and other standard type work. But if you're into any form of of um, video, picture editing, or more than that, even you're into any form of computer-aided design or any heavy programming where you need massive power, this laptop is just without question one of the fastest and one of the best on the planet right now. I have no doubt that Intel and the Windows ecosystem will come up with something soon that'll be as close. And there are certain numbers and models. The other thing is for the prices, and it's not cheap. They started about 34,000 Rand in South Africa, which is cheaper than the previous generation, which is very, very interesting, up to about 54,000 Rand, depending on your memory and other requirements. So if you're in the market for a top-end, top-end performance laptop, then there's no question the new MacBook Pros just tick every single box. I'll give you a quick um, uh, update on a few other little things straight after this. We've got to have a quick break for our sponsors, and I'll be back with my wrap-up of the review of the MacBook Pro 14-inch 2021. This is Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose on 101.9 High FM. Well, welcome back. And before we wrap up for the day, let me just summarize a couple of other things that are hugely different on the new MacBook Pro 2021s. One, the um, touch bar that I just found pretty useless. Occasionally it, it had some use. It's gone. Gone. No more touch bar. It's over. The keyboard is the latest normal magic keyboard. It feels absolutely amazing. But best of all, there are now HDMI ports. There's now an SD slot and a number of USB-C slots on the side. So the ports are back. You don't need a dongle to plug it into your your um, projector or your external screen. An HDMI cable plugs straight in. Makes such a difference to my world of, of cables because everybody's landed up at a customer or a client or at the office and they've left their dongle at home and now they can't plug their, their laptop into their screen or into the projector or wherever it is. So overall, they've really given a lot of thought to what people said about the MacBook Pros. They've turned them back into a MacBook Pro. The look is a little bit less futuristic, a little bit more retro, a bit more standard laptopy with little rubber feet at the bottom. But overall, a significant, significant and very smart improvement on the previous generation MacBook Pros. However, that being said, you can save up to 50% by, by buying a MacBook Air with very good screen, very good keyboard, the new M1 fast processor, um, along with battery life, also in the 18 to 20 hour range, and, and sufficient, in fact, more than sufficient horsepower to pretty much do anything. But if you are a professional and you really want the best, the best built, the fastest, and certainly uh, one of the highest spec laptops on the planet right at this moment, who knows what's coming? I love this competition. Um, there's no question that the new MacBook Pro 14 and 16 inches 
knock it out of the park. They're available now. They're available at actually very attractive prices. They South African pricing is very competitive, RAND willing. Hopefully the RAND just hangs in there. But right now the pricing is very competitive with the U.S. and the European pricing for MacBooks. I know a lot of people tend to think they're cheaper elsewhere, but they're not. And um, it's a great piece of gear with really incredible performance. <laughs> I can't say enough about that, how absolutely blown away I am by the sheer speed and power of the new MacBook Pros. Now, to wrap up the show, unfortunately, I have a quick warning for everybody. GoDaddy, one of the largest um, hosting services in the world, had a massive 1.2 million email breach on their hosted service, mostly around their WordPress-hosted site. So they make it super easy. You, you sign up for a website, you use the GoDaddy templates, and you can be up and running with your own website in two minutes. Well, they've been breached, and if you use GoDaddy as your host, go to the website, change your email, or not your email, I mean your password immediately. Pick a solid password. They recommend a couple. Use a password manager and change it. But a lot of um, a lot of active customers have had their their passwords and the email addresses and customer numbers breached. So if you get any emails from GoDaddy, just be very careful where they're coming from. And your WordPress admin passwords need to be changed. So change them. Change all your po your passwords on the GoDaddy site. And as a as a protective measure, I would change every I would change all my my uh, my passwords if you use GoDaddy for anything, even just for domain name registration, because I think these breaches are never never um, simple. And the problem is you may not hear anything for months, and then all of a sudden something will pop out. So change it now and forget about it and move on. And on that note, same place, same time. Do tune in to Tech Talk right here on High FM, where we've always got the latest news, gadgets, and hopefully lots of interesting people talking all about tech. This is Stephen Ambrose, same time, till the same time next week.